and we are here not back because it's our first one <laughs> um welcome to our podcast guys it's called serverwell confessions um it is going to be a weekly podcast are we doing weekly i mean we're gonna record once a week we'll see Maybe. how many we'll see how many we get out it also depends whether we want to do half hour or an hour true also that also we work a lot a lot so <laughs> There's getting that. the days off. <laughs> um, pilots, we'll say weekly right now. Yeah. Um, may come out bi-weekly. It's going to be like a server, bartender, industry life podcast. All the shit you want to talk about when but you're don't. at a table, when you want to say to guests, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, myself, I have been bartending. For, What's your name? Oh, yeah, I guess I should say my name. <laughs> hey, my name's Jessica. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, I'm nervous. It's okay. It's um, your first time. I'm sweating a little bit. I'm I'm also hot and fat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wear leggings. <laughs> I am wearing leggings. That is my go-to daily outfit. Um, my name is Jessica. I have been in the industry for 16 years. So Jesus. I've been, yeah, I know. You're 14? I look like I'm 12, but you, Everybody I says you're 12. Yeah, but also, I'm not. Also 14, you can get married in Utah with parental consent Hell of that. yeah. So you could be bartending <laughs> and, <laughs> and pregnant. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so I've been in the industry oh for 15... We're going to edit that out. <laughs> We're going to edit a lot out. Yeah. Um, I've been serving since I was 15, because I'm going to be 31. Okay. Um, I have been bartending, Jesus, for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years when I turn 31. Yikes. So as soon as you turn 21? As, immediately. Even before. Honestly, we like won't. They were just waiting for you. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've done nightlife, I've done bars, I've done corporate restaurants, I've done little like banquets. It, yeah, I've you ever done been, it all. You ever been a shot girl? Yes, <laughs> I have been a shot girl. I was not twenty one, but the money was great when I was eighteen. Is it legal to be a shot nope. girl? Nope. All right, then. wasn't at all. Where was this? <laughs> I. It's not actually. It's not around anymore. It was a club called Republic in Chicago. Oh, it was in Chicago. Yeah, it got shut down. Sound, oh, so, shocker. Yeah. The reason <laughs> we stopped four, doing when it. When you have 14-year-old shot girls going around. I was 18, 17. Yeah. Yeah. We're regressing. I was in the club scene for a while, unfortunately. Club Girl Diaries. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> uh, my, my name's Danny Friedman. I have been in the industry literally since I moved to Chicago, which is almost 10 years um, I've only worked at two bars within a two-block radius of one another. Tight. Uh, both like kind of tavern, sports bar kind of things. I started out as a barback and then slowly started doing more and more. One day it was just really busy and the server said, get me my fucking drink. And I got them their drink. And then from that point on, the other like the other managers just kind of stopped doing stuff so that they could drink and let me do stuff. And they started paying me more. And then here we are. But my experience is not nearly as much as yours. <laughs> like I said, it's literally 10 years. I'm 31. Uh, You're before, not 31. I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, where okay. did two years just <laughs> go? I'm 31. Oh, right. I'm not you. I'm actually not even 31. I'm actually wearing leggings now. <laughs> you have blonde hair, I'm pigtails. you now. I'm wearing yeah. a headband. <laughs> uh, before moving to Chicago, literally the only service industry experience I ever had was working at a crappy little sandwich place in Salt Lake City, where I found out the owner was selling ecstasy in coffee mugs Hell yeah. uh, out the drive through yeah, That's you had you fantastic. had you ordered a certain size of coffee to go that we didn't have, and that meant there were drugs in it. Shut up. Yeah. That's a thing. That's a thing. Well, I guess there's not much else to do in Salt Lake, right? There's literally nothing. Besides you do so you do so, you do so much drugs. Ugh. Like it it used to be one of the meth capitals of the U.S. But really? I think I think every every state has a meth capital of the U.S. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, mean, I'm guaranteed there's several in Illinois. Chico is the meth capital of Dude, California. Dude, Chico is just the ass of the earth. <laughs> Chico is the ass of California. I hate Chico. I hate Chico. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we can, go, we can go on about Chico all day. I have lots of stories about but, Chico, uh, but that's not what this too. is about. I fucking hate Chico. This isn't Chico Confessions. No, it's Serverwell Confessions. I have been wanting to do this forever. I lived in Las Vegas for about three years, and I would sit in the Serverwell with my coworkers, and the shit that would come out of our mouths would make me cry laughing. And it's just, it only makes sense 
if you've done it. I think that everybody in their life should work in the service industry for at least a year. It doesn't matter what. Like, I tell everybody, I don't care if you're washing dishes in a hotel. I don't care if you're doing linens in a hotel. Something where you have to clean up after people's shit. That and have to deal with the general public because Mm -hmm. the meanest people I've ever met are people that I have waited on. Mm -hmm. And it's it's what it is. I get it. You know know they came out with a study that said that servers have a more stressful life like an actual scientific study i read it on the internet it's real it's that, real that means it's real yeah it's on a science site <laughs> um that i get on facebook so it yeah. has to be legit that that <laughs> servers have a more stressful life than neurosurgeons i i agree i'm not i'm not discrediting a neurosurgeon because i can't operate on a brain also a neurosurgeon's not like you're dealing with a brain right like it can't talk back to you it can't be mean it can't be mean it can't say why is my soup cold what what was the one? Oh, how hard is your job oh, oh yeah okay all right i mean that movie waiting is really spot on the movie i was thinking about that on my way down here today about that i wanted to talk on waiting that it is the most accurate portrayal of like a bartender server life that i've ever watched I, i've never like i don't know why but i've never looked into like who wrote it who directed it because i'm just captivated by ryan reynolds eyes again me too yeah yeah him but but i've never actually looked into who wrote it but they had to have worked in the industry because everything it's just every (laughs) everything that they do and say and how customers are in that movie is spot on it's 100 percent. i honestly i will say though the over the top of the back of house is not like that no you know like I actually, I was thinking another thing today when we were going to talk about everything. I'll bring it up later on about, about like, have you ever messed with somebody's food? Mm. And in the movie, they show that it's like a normal thing. It's not that I know of. I mean, I'm not saying this just because the cameras are on. <laughs> My camera, I mean microphones. Microphone. There's no cameras There'll be here. cameras eventually. Um, there won't be weird stuff. Like, they're, I've never seen anybody fuck with anybody's food in no. any kitchen I've been around. Yeah. The only time I've ever even heard about it is, like, right when that movie came out, I think I was a, I think I was a sophomore in college. Well, you're 31, so, you I'm know. 31. Do the math. I lost two years. <laughs> I look good for 30. Actually, I look terrible for 31. Fuck, I look good for 33. I just almost wasted White Claw, and there's a shortage, okay? Yeah, that's a bad thing. We know. Terrible. Um... But they, I had a group of friends that worked at Chili's, and they're like, oh, yeah, we do that shit all the time back in the kitchen. I was like, don't sound cool. That's not, yeah, it's not. You're not doing that. Right. I, like, I can, I know, one, I know with you don't 100% honesty, say I have never done that. Like, the only reason you're saying that you do that is because, like, that place in waiting is mimicked after a Chili's slash Applebee's slash, slash Fridays, yeah. So you don't do that. And don't. Dane Cook was cool in 2004. Yeah. Why? God only knows. <sighs> all right. Um, but, yeah, sorry. Go back to what I was saying is that, I've been wanting to do this. What I originally wanted to do was when we were in the server well was put up a camera. Like these are just thoughts that 26-year-old Jessica is thinking about and I realized that a lot of shit that is said can't be said. Mm-mm. But it was the funniest thing. And then a couple years ago I started listening to podcasts and I was like, I can do this. And then I met you, you beautiful angel. I'm so beautiful. And we <laughs> for 30, had a for moment 31. at the Cubs game and I was like, yo, we're doing this. Yo. I think it can happen. I think that it people relate to it. According to what I've read online, <laughs> which I don't think is accurate, but there are 80 million servers in the U.S. This one is probably not true, but it says that there's like 611, 100,000, half a million there bartenders. Go. Thanks. Half a million plus 100. I know math. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll say like half a million bartenders, which is bullshit. I but mean, the 80 million part sounds legit because, I mean, for most people, that's their first job yeah and that's your interim job a lot of college students a lot of even like we live in a pretty shitty economy and if people get laid off from one thing it's what's your next best bet i can work in the start like i've done like that's another reason everybody should work in it at some point or another because it's something like as kind of crappy as it is to say for those of us that are in it full time (laughs) it's something that everybody can fall back on yeah like anybody like there's always job opportunities. Obviously, you're not getting a job at a fucking steakhouse. Oh, but, like a like a yeah. You're you're the not getting like you're you just got laid off and you really need a job. Unless you know a bunch of people 
you're not getting some job that's paying you 500 bucks a night. Like, but, a, fi- like a fine dining yeah, type. Yeah, but you can yeah. get a job at said Applebee's or Chili's or whatever that, you know what, you can make you can make 100 bucks a night and, you know, you're making your minimum wage or whatever. And that's that's it's better than sitting and watching TV for a couple hours when you have bills to pay. Right. So it's something that everybody can at least fall back on. Yeah. I mean, that's where I started. I started at a... Can we say names? Yeah, I, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, fuck it. Um, I, started it at, <laughs> I started at a Famous Dave's, and I started as a host. And it was where I live. Uh, you just go down the street, and it's restaurant, 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 restaurant. So I went down, up and down the street, and was like, are you guys hiring? I'm 16. I can host, blah, blah, blah. And I finally got hired at this place. And then I eventually moved up to a server. Then I moved up to a bartender. Then I moved up to, like, a certified trainer, which is corporate's way of saying we're not going to pay you more money to train people oh sweet that's great um but yeah i mean the money is there it's good like we this is what we do full time right and we do good for ourselves i mean like anytime anytime any you know like i remember when you know my first couple years of living in chicago you know i would have you know my my dad like plenty of people would be like are you gonna get a you know when are you gonna get a real job it's like this is a real job I make more money than any of my friends. Yep. That is my favorite quote of all like, time, by the way. <laughs> when are you going to get a job or yeah. a real job or a career? Like, why does anybody say that? Yeah. Like, especially nowadays when, like, again, even though the recession is over and everything's booming, look how much people are making. There's a reason that, I think, uh, again, according to the internet, yes. like, most people live at home now until they're 35 years old because they can't afford to move out. Yeah. I mean, you were recently offered a job to make $33,000 a year. Oh, that's right. Well, $33,000 a year let you live comfortably? No, it's, nope. that's poverty level. That's poverty actually. level. Yeah. That's Shout absolute to, uh, poverty that level. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you make good money in this industry. Like, the only thing that sucks is it's manual labor, and you have to deal with shitty people, which is literally the point of this podcast which is bringing it all back we, around we we have to deal with crappy people for every one nice person and regular that we see we have to deal with an entire dinner rush of trash oh yeah <laughs> absolute trash and especially where we like especially the two areas that you work in i only work in one of them I work and you work in an area that is littered with conventions and hotels. Yeah. So we get people from around the world that are on expense accounts. Granted, we're not in a hotel, so we get better, but they're still pretty crappy. Yes and no. I think that especially people with that, they expect so much more. Because they're just Googling and they're walking down the street and they're like, come here. They found us on Yelp. Yada, yada, yada. You got great reviews. Do this, do that. And I'm like... But you're not gonna tip me twenty percent. Yelp is also the ass end of the earth. But we can, we'll but have we, a whole yeah, Yelp we, yeah, we can day. go over that. A, a whole, I would actually love to go through and just read bad. We'll Yelp get, reviews. we'll get sued by Yelp, and I would love that. I hope so. That would be fantastic. Please sue me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, but you also work in Wrigley, so you have to deal with the other dregs of the universe. Yeah, those I mean, who don't, don't get. Um, don't get me wrong. I love the Cubs. Of course, who doesn't? And I love going to Wrigley and hanging out with you when the games. Like that's why I only go to bars that I know people yep. like, like people will always you know they're like why do you go to Wrigley to hang out and this? it's like it's not like I'm just randomly bar hopping in Wrigley I'm going to see my friends that work in Wrigley yeah you're not rolling through and being like uh, two beers please Jaeger bombs bartender <laughs> Vegas bombs I want 35 <laughs> your bill is $300 what that's stupid that's unacceptable you're stupid um, how hard who... is your job <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Those who don't know, Wrigley is uh, Wrigleyville is an area in Chicago where the Chicago Cubs play. I'm sure people in other baseball cities can relate. Also, those who don't know should be kicked in the head well, by a yeah, fucking true, donkey. But you never know. It's Wrigleyville. Well, listen, okay? A lot of people don't know. I have a lot of friends in Vegas that have no idea. Yeah, I'm calling you out. If you hear this, I'm talking about you. See your friends like leaning up in their chairs. <laughs> they're Pota- listening. Potato chips all over their chest. They're like, fuck. They're listening in the break room and they're like, God, that bitch. <laughs> they're like, Jess knows. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> they, gra- they grab their emergency gym bag and run out the door. <laughs> like, where are they going? <laughs> Who knows? Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> but yeah, no, I deal with, honestly, most of it that drives me crazy. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. 
also I don't know if I was that cool of a 21 year old I deal with the young ass kids that are just like beginning to go out and drink and don't understand and I live in the suburbs but these kids are coming from the suburbs and they don't understand like bar etiquette I guess I mean is it is that is that wrong to say that am I I'm not trying to age shame people no that's that's spot on there's a I mean there's a lot of guys out there and we'll call them chads well it's Bart well yeah the chads and that is my dad's a lawyer Mm-hmm. And I'll sue you, and I'm wearing khaki pants and boat shoes. And why do you have a gold Amex card? Yeah. Like, literally, why? Dad. Actually, so, funny you're, story. You're that person that we were just talking about that doesn't make money. That doesn't understand, because they're rich, spoiled little brats. Like, you're where, you, just, you just got out of college. You have a finance degree, which is fantastic. That's a great, great thing to go to school for. But you know what? You're making $35,000 a year. You wake up when I'm still up, which, that's sad for me. It's not. You're 31. Yeah. You lost two years. We're good. We're fine. But you don't have any money. Yeah. So why do you have a gold Amex card? And why are you going out and buying 35 Vegas bombs? Exactly. Why do you... You don't even have 35 friends. Or $35. So the (laughs) the first time I was ever actually at the bar that I work at now, it was... Mm. I was... Before I moved to Vegas, it was going out with my friends. We went to the city. And we went to the bar that I work at in Wrigley now. You were one of the... You were one of these chads. No. Was not. I was super cool. What is it, a Chadette? No, I wasn't. Like I mean, Brittany? I was 26 at this point, and I've been working it, in the industry for almost. But what do we call the female version of a Chad? Probably like a Tiffany. Tiffany. I feel like a Tiffany. I was going to say thing. Brittany, but I know too many Britneys. My best friend's name's Brittany. We yeah, can't do that. I don't know any. I know one Tiffany, but we. I don't we, think I know any Tiffanys. Yeah, let's go Tiff. All right, cool. So we go to the bar. It's me and my two girlfriends, and like we were basically. So the bar that I work at, if you finish a bottle of Jameson, not you finish it. If you get the last shot out of a bottle of Jameson, you can sign it, and then they put it on the wall. It's called the spider. So that was kind of like our goal that night. We we're just doing shots back and forth. This guy comes and sits next to us, three girls, one very lonely Chad. And <laughs> when you're Chad, are you ever actually lonely? Probably not. I you mean, got, his, his dad is a lawyer. You got that gold Amex and them boat shoes. Where's your boat? Looking good, Chad. <laughs> Where's that boat? Don't worry about it. It's in the harbor. It's far away. <laughs> I live down the street, though. Dad, can you come pick me up? I'm scared. Um, but yeah, Take so he train, actually though. tried to pay for our bill. And I think I know who the bartender is now. But at the time, I obviously didn't know who she was. She was like, this is your mom's card. <laughs> you're gonna try and pay for these girls bills with your mom's card and i'll always remember that oh and i'm guessing he was like looking over at him being like don't worry i got this ladies and giving like the the rocks people's eyebrow <laughs> cut it off cut it off my dad's a lawyer i've heard that sentence physically leave people's mouths my dad's a in lawyer Wrigleyville. oh yeah well, i mean because everybody that goes up to Wrigleyville's dad's a lawyer yeah well this is like the shit that we deal with in this industry i mean that is like just a little short run mm-hmm. of what's going on. Oh, that's out just here. a taste. It's not just a little taste. That that's just the very that's like the the youngest area of the millennials part. Oh yeah. Like just just wait until we get up into all the Karens. No. <laughs> like when you get up until the older crowd. Oh god. The thing is, is that not to toot my own horn, but toot toot toot. I am pretty good at what I do. Like I I'd say so. I'm can be when you're a bartender you can be that amount of bitchy Mm -hmm. but still be funny it's also a lot easier when you it's also a lot easier when you're a cute blonde girl this is true you guys can't see me but just use your imagination yeah cute blonde girl fat hairy jewish (laughs) guy (laughs) we make the best team though so perfect um we call it kismet so i love when i get to the karens Mm -hmm. and they're like well let me talk to your manager let me write a yelp review i'm like please do no one's gonna believe it I could have called you a bitch to your face. And they'd be like, no, Jessica would never say that. Right. She's great. Yeah. They She's never an say that. on earth. When, when I'm an asshole to people, I just am an asshole to people. And they just look at me funny and I say, uh-huh. Yep. And that's just kind of the end of it. And then if they hate me, then they hate me. And I really don't care. Uh, ever. If you're a cute blonde girl, you can literally just take the, like, you can grab them by the ankle, shake them <laughs> upside down, take all their money and say, thanks. Give and them they'll... a little atomic wedgie and be like, see ya. Oh my god, okay. So this is actually what I think I'm going to start off with since we're on this, like, route, is... Robbing people? Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the other podcast. Next we're podcast. Start. Yeah, my how bad. to rob people. <laughs> um, Robber well confessions. My, 
My favorite thing that happens to me, um, I'm sure it happens to you too, I'm sure it happens to tons of people out there, is when you get a number. First of all, when you're giving a credit card receipt to somebody, you realize that we turn those in at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. So your phone number is going God knows where. Mm -hmm. The bank, files. But the best is when you get that phone number and they leave you like 10%. Oh, yeah. Yo, what is that? Like, hey, baby, I want to take you out for a nice time. My tab was $60. Take that $5 and you buy yourself something nice because I'm going to buy you something nicer. Yeah. Taco Bell. Love it. <laughs> Olive, Olive Garden's just... got that never-ending possible, baby. It's buy it's one, an... get one free. <laughs> you get to take food to go, you too. Take... It's a takeaway thing. <laughs> and then he leans in close for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? They never say anything because they write it and then they leave. Oh, they're terrified. And it's even the best when it's like six people and you have no fucking idea because I don't know your name. No. I'm not going to look at your receipt. Also, that's creepy. Also, if you look at the receipt and you see that the guy's name is his mom's, yeah, Jessica. Right. <laughs> Joanne. That's my mom's name. <laughs> also, Jessica's your name. Jessica's my name. Uh, I do remember one time One time there was a... I was, I'm not going to lie, a little bit inebriated. Yeah, it's fine. And I do have a type. I like, even though I have no tattoos whatsoever, I'm very attracted to tattoos. Yeah. I fucking love them i think they are the sexiest things ever and there was this girl who was in and she had bleached whatever i'm basically into freaks okay. so <laughs> there's a girl with like tattoos everywhere like fucked up weird blonde or bleached hair so this was 2006 yes this was 13 years ago cool when i was 18 did she have my <laughs> chemical romance playing on she may her as iPod? well she she had like the bone septum. Uh, what septum yes a septum uh -huh. thing on. <laughs> Do you say go home? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> go home. You are home. I am home. This is my home. <laughs> By the way, we're broadcasting from my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and she was in with uh, she was in with this nerdy looking guy. And when he went to the bathroom, like I leaned into her, and again I was just toasty enough. I was like, "Is this a is this a Tinder date?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "How's it going?" She's like, "I don't know." I was like, "Let me know." <laughs> I was like, oh, God, and then you I hate licked your lips and Oh, and then, and I'm not, like, I'm ashamed, but I don't really care. Um, I, like, when I gave her her check at the end of the night, like, I put a note in there saying, I don't normally do this, but I think you're really cute, and I don't think that your date went well, so if you want to hang out sometime, give me a call. My name's Danny, and I gave her my number. Oh my god, you're adorable. Yeah, I saw her just crumple it up and throw it in the trash. The funny thing is, she still comes in all the time and we act like it never happened. Whoa, please point her out next I time. I will. Uh, yeah, also, our background is that we work together and we are the best team ever. Literally ever. Like, I don't care our coworkers that listen to this. We rock. Mm -hmm. Go on. Big time. Yeah. Do you ever get the girls that are, like, trying to get shit for free? While you're bartending, Constantly. I can't. I don't get that. I've never done that in my life. And why? Why, like, why do you think we have the nickname of that one girl, Tits McGee? Oh God. So there was this girl who came in. So we live across the street, or we work across the street we from there a. Too. Uh, also, we live there, uh, across the street from a arts college dorm, and there's this girl who came in one time who was wearing I don't know the name of the style of dress or whatever, but like. The entire mid is completely open, and just the sides are covering your boobs. Christ! I don't and know she's what that leaning is. on the bar, and her left tit is like basically just flopped down. And they're not good tits; they're fucking banana hammock. Like they're <laughs> they're just these big floppers that you know. And like, I mean, she's got to be twenty one years old. She's like twenty one. Yeah. By my age of thirty one, like those things will be hanging down to her toenails. Like if she does yoga, I feel bad for you the yoga. You know she follows man. this podcast Instagram. I right? guarantee she does. <laughs> I guarantee she does, but I literally feel bad for that yoga mat. But she she comes in, and like one of the reasons, obviously, she's got her fucking giant tits flopping out everywhere, is she's asking everybody for shots, and of course, every guy at the bar is acquiescing to it. I mean, we have a lot of regulars, and it's a lot of guys at our bar that yeah. they love that kind of attention. Yeah, I'll buy you a shot. Jaeger bomb, you got it. Oh. Of course it's a Jaeger bomb, because yeah. you're 12. Why wouldn't it be? And she's doing that constantly, and she gets away with it. And then after, that was the first time I saw her, and then she started coming in all the time after that. And it would be like, hey, how about one of those Danny specials? It's like, what the fuck is a Danny special? 
Like, I've never had sex with you. <laughs> That's what a Danny special is. And we have not done that yet. <laughs> not yet yeah. and not ever. <laughs> I don't want to be your yoga mat. Ugh. And she's like, oh, you know, one of those one of those free first draft shots. It's like, The no, fuck is that? That's not a thing. Huh? That's not a thing. If I want to get something for somebody, I'm going to get something for somebody. You do the same thing. Of course. Don't expect anything. Don't even bring it up. Like, there's there's also, there's another guy who lives in the neighborhood that's like, hey, what about our free shot for the night? It's like, like, and I was having a bad night when he had said that. I was like, what the fuck do you mean the free shot of the night? Duh, I was like, dude, like, I, I can't. When I want to give you that shot, we'll have that shot. Don't ask for it. I don't know if it's just because I've been in the industry so long or that I'm a awesome, not asshole human. I have not so once, yeah, I have not once ever gone to a bar and be like, so what do I get for free? Well, I don't get go the in. fuck out of here. I don't, I don't even go into friends' places and expect a discount. Ever. If it, if it happens, great. But if I go into a friend's place and I have the entire tab, I'm still going to take care of them. A hundred percent. Like, I literally open up the checkbook just to see how much it is. I don't look at it and then... You know, scour through the entire thing. Be like, seriously, they charge me for the spinach dip? Yeah. I mean, we got entrees, too. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not bullshit. You ordered it. It's fucking insane. But why? Like, just pay it. Yeah. Like, the people like the people that work, for the most part, for the most part, the people that work at these establishments don't own the establishment. A lot of times, like, it does happen that they do. And when you do see that, they'll be behind the bar. Like, a lot of, right. if, a lot of bartenders own said bar. Yeah. Like that that's a thing that happens and they're just they want to be back there to keep in touch with the common folk and also to make that extra money because the money is really fucking good back there. Yeah. But like it reminds me there's uh there was one time at the old bar I was working at that we had we had gotten these, you know, couple of they were again said art art college kids. Mhm. I would come in all the time and this one guy was a total douche. He would come in, he was from Florida. Uh, he would always talk about how, yeah, I used to make about, uh, I used to make about $5,000 a night stripping back in Florida. You're like, Jesus Christ. wait, you're 21. <laughs> you're not fucking magic Mike. You're wiry. And you're, and you're in Florida. And you're, well, that's where you go to strip. Oh, really? Florida has like the most per capita strip clubs in the U.S. Ew. Yeah, it's gross. I know because it's all old people. Which is yeah. weird. And Disney. And Disney. Which is also weird. Well, go there's on. a lot of fetishes. Oh, go on. Stop. Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> no, no more. We'll, we'll pause at that. <laughs> no, but this guy came in and he ordered, uh, you know, Mr. I made $5,000 a night stripping. You know, he came in and there was like two tables worth of regulars, probably like 15 people. And he's like, let me get 15 Buffalo Trace shots. Or not Buffalo Trace, Woodford. Buffalo Trace is cheaper. Woodford's like, you know, eight bucks a shot. Eight or nine, I mean, give or take. What's, we, we charge eight? Yeah, something okay. like that. So that's 120, yeah. that's 120 bucks right there. Plus, plus tax, tax. Plus tip. Yeah. And if you're not a piece of shit, like if you are said regular and stuff, 20% of that, you better be tipping 24 bucks. No shit. So he gets, so I give him his tap at the end of the night. Like he had, he was also drinking like uh, old fashions and stuff. And because he's regular and he had spent like 200 bucks, like I bought him one of his actual drinks, which is more expensive as opposed to just buying one of his shots. Yeah. Nice guy that I would think like, that's a nice gesture. I bought you something because more often than not, like the gesture of buying somebody something like that's what they want. Right. But then there's the cheapos that's like, no, I want the actual monetary value. But then there's this guy. <laughs> then there's this guy. And he comes up to me. He's like, Daniel, are you f and he's wearing a tank top. And he's like, he's not even that big. <laughs> but he's like, Daniel, are you fucking serious, man? Like, you're charging me for these shots? Like, they're for regulars. Oh, my like, God. Like, you're literally, you're going to charge me for these shots? And I was like, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hey. Yeah, you ordered them. Like, I didn't send over a round of shots. This isn't on the house. Like, if you wanted to get them something, bring them a bottle of your own. Like, why did you come up and order them and not expect to pay anything? And then, like, he goes outside and smokes a cigarette. And the bar I worked at had, like, these big front windows all over the place, like floor to ceiling. And he's just, like, pacing back and forth out there. So I, like, I went outside, and I was like, Hey, guy. 
Hey, stripper. <laughs> like, is there, like, do you have some sort of a problem? He's like, no, man. I was like, because you're pacing back and forth looking like a gorilla and, like, looking at me. Like, you don't have a problem, do you? He's like, no, man. I just, I just had a bad day. Like, that's all. He's like, oh, I'll be back in a second. But it's like, fuck you. Seriously. Like, that, that stuff happens so often that it's that expectancy. You know what was the worst was when I lived in Las Vegas. So I li- lived in Vegas, and then I worked on the Strip, dead center of the Strip. It's uh, across from Cosmo. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the name. But uh, it's a pretty busy area. we got an awesome patio. Like, we have little gimmicks and all that. The amount of birthday slash bachelor slash bachelorette parties that would come in every single day. Every every like every time every of the day, day too. Every like single doesn't day. matter morning, doesn't, night. Seven AM. We would open the bar at eight AM. So uh it's my birthday. Do I get anything for free? I was like, What? Did you just literally say the word free out loud? Like, how about, hey, I'm getting married, and we're having fun, we're going to buy a bunch, and then I'll give you something. Yeah. You know? Like, Don't expect. Buy- I would literally see about 16 birthdays a day. Like, buy stuff. Yeah. And then maybe you'll get a little something. You yeah. don't go in and expect free shit. Expecting shit makes you a trash person. It's literally trash person. Because yeah. you also know you're not making anything off of them. Of course not. Especially on the strip. Because, I mean, you've been to Vegas I'm sh- a million times. I know mm-hmm. I know this. I don't know why I said I'm sure. It's not cheap. No. And that's fine. But you know that going out there. But also, being on this, working on the strip, it's a, I would think it would be so much easier as a server, bartender, manager, whatever, to say no to shit like that. Because for the most part, you're never going to see that person oh, again. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. The only time, like, like where we are and even where you are up in Wrigley, like, we deal with a lot of regulars. Yep. So regulars, you do, like, they're regulars for a reason. Like, right. they come to see you, they come to see me, they come to see the people there, they like the place, but also, we take care of them. They... They get something here and there. It's not every time, but they get something here and there. But that's because we see them. We're friends with them. They are, they're as much of a part of the establishment as we are. Without them, we would not be the yeah. part we are. Honestly. Whereas when you're on the strip, you're dealing with thousands of people a day that more likely than not, you will never see again. And if you do see them again, it'll be like a year from now and you're going to not remember them one bit. That's pretty much it. I mean, that honestly was it. I had a couple guys that would come from the UK and they actually walked out on their tab one night because in the UK, I just went and it was a little different. You kind of just pay right away. You don't start a tab. Okay. So these guys walked out. How big was their tab? It was like 60 bucks, 70 bucks. I mean, and I was, like, my place was pretty corporate. Like, this guy that owns this bar owns a shitload of bars all over the place. So I was kind of like, all right, well, I don't want to get written up. So, I mean, technically it's illegal to pay for it, but I'll pay for half or whatever, you know? Why is it illegal to pay for it? It's illegal for an establishment to make you pay for a walkout. It's not your fault. Well, I knew that part. Well, yeah. It's illegal. Look, if I were to pay for their tab because they walked out. But it's not illegal for you to do it. Oh, it's no, no, illegal no. for them to for ask them to you ask to me do too. it. So I That's did. what I mean. I did. Um, and the guys come back like seven months later. And they're like, Jess, what's up? And I'm like, hey, fuckers. Remember that time you walked out on your tab yeah. and I had to you, pay for it? <laughs> you wall of shamed them for seven months. For seven months, <laughs> yeah. We didn't have a wall of shame there. It was like every day. No, but, your wall I mean, of shame is upstairs in your brain. It's right there. Right there. Right above those big blue eyes. Right above oh, mine. Um, She's got blue eyes. I've got blue eyes. Um, yeah, but so like that was a thing that they don't. You do see them, but it's every six or seven months. Right. But the amount of people that expect free shit when it's your goddamn birthday mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Because it's everybody's birthday. It's always your birthday. It's everybody's birthday. It's everybody's bachelor party. It's everybody's bachelorette party. It's everybody's engagement party. It was my birthday at Olive Garden yesterday. I got free cake. You went to Olive Garden yesterday? I sure did. What'd you get? Fettuccine Alfredo. Dollar. And some sangria. Dollar. It was good. It was good. It was my birthday. That's awesome. It was not my birthday. I was going to say, it's not your birthday. I got free cake. Yeah. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to start asking to see people IDs, especially in Wrigley, where I work. Yeah. I want to see your ID. If it's not your birthday, you are not getting anything. I mean, do people go in casting for free shit? Yeah. They do. But, like, the thing is, is especially when it's, like, a bachelorette party, 
For the most part, they don't. I, did, I mean, obviously, I saw it more in Vegas because Vegas is that destination. Right. Uh, not so much in Wrigley. Yeah. It, if they do, excuse me. <laughs> if they do, we'd give them like a blowjob or a muff diver shot, which is just stupid. You shouldn't have asked for it. Yeah. That's what you get. You're now an you're covered asshole. in whipped cream and your makeup's ruined. Yeah, you're an asshole. Exactly. So I definitely lost my train of thought there, and it, we had to have a little shot break. Don't forget we had to re-up on our White Claws. We also had to re-up on our White Claws. We are contributing to the White Claw shortage. Can Fight you, the power. Can you fucking believe that, by the way? It Sales shot up 200% it's from last year. Ridiculous. 200%. If I mean, that doesn't say basic white bitch, I don't know what does. I mean, you realize why it is. I mean, look at the... There's 100 calories in a can, 20 milligrams of sodium, 2 carbs, 2 sugars... So all the thing, I mean, granted, there's plenty of stuff in here that you're going to have to have your foot lopped off, <laughs> but like everything about it, like if you're going out drinking and it's 5%, they're that, heavy. that's as much booze as in a Budweiser, except a Budweiser has like 300 calories. Right. So you have everybody that is all health conscious nowadays. If you're going out, you're drinking this shit. That's why they charge $20 for a 12 pack. It's a 12-pack was $20. Well, you know what they did this summer? Honestly, I saw it, is that you buy a case for... This was in the Burbs out by me, and it was thirteen ninety nine, and then you send in a rebate for $12, so you were getting it for 2 bucks. What? I don't know how rebates work. In, like, eight months, you get $12? Is that how it is? Yeah. Like, I never really quite understand that. Uh, this guy that I was not dating... Ev- not everything is Amazon, where you get it immediately. Like I am th- this, so spoiled. Th- this kind of shit, where you get, like, those rebates, like, you get, like, a voucher, because it's all in, like, the fine printing. Like, it's, uh, okay. you're, you're not actually getting 12 bucks I never back. quite got that. I mean, remember when we were kids, and you hear, like, mail-in rebate for yeah. a free toy when mm-hmm. you're 13? Five? Well, I'm 31 You now. are 31. Wow. You... I've aged. <laughs> I've had a good life, kiddo. Yeah, this guy that I was uh, dating uh, sent me that picture one day. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? The rebate thing? The rebate thing. It makes no sense. It doesn't. I don't understand it. I, I remember, like, I went to a 4th of July party this mm-hmm. year. And I was the only person that brought beer. Was I not there? You were not there. I went to a 4th of July party with you. This year? Yes. And we were drinking White Claws. Are you sure it was the 4th of July? I swear to God, it was that or the 3rd. It was the 4th. When we went up to a person's apartment over here? Yes. I was wasted. How do you not remember that? Oh, no. I met you afterwards. Oh. I met you afterwards. Okay. Okay. So you have other friends? I do have other friends. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I am sorry to inform you I have other friends. We're going to have to take another break. Well, so. <laughs> I need to smack a bitch in the head <laughs> with a white claw. Yeah. But no, I showed up at this apartment. Like, think, like the person who lives there, one of them, like all he drinks is Coors. Mm-hmm. And so I brought up, I was like, oh, I'll bring a 24-pack of Coors. Like, I'm going to only drink a couple of them, but he'll drink them. Like, it's you're having us over to your house. I'm going to eat your food have a million cores right. like you'll Keep drink it in them your in, yeah. yeah like i don't care like take it like right. i'm not taking this shit with me but i brought that and i brought a bottle of jameson and i go in and everything there is not white claw it was all truly Ugh. i don't know if white claw had really gotten in the market yet truly is like the redheaded stepchild of white claw yeah it was only 17.99 Ooh, <laughs> all man. the poor kids buy that <laughs> But literally, the fridge was full of it. The secondary fridge was full of it. They had uh, one of those um, like coffee tables that's also a refrigerator, oh, so you yeah. can pull out. <laughs> and <laughs> and that was all truly. It was like, what the oh, fuck? Like I was hell? like, hey, anybody want a Coors? And everybody was just like, throw holy water on you. Get out of here, fatty. It's like it's a white beer. <laughs> Come on. I mean, this whole summer has been insane. I think I had my first one, I want to say, when my bar in Wrigley got it. I had not had one up until then, and that was just the beginning of this summer. Yeah. I never heard of this stuff until this summer. I mean, I randomly heard about, like, alcoholic seltzers, but not, like, in this form. I had a really shitty one, and it wasn't, like, a Truly or a White Claw. It was, like, a Seagram's jamaica me crazy thing but it was not that i just i actually really like that wine cooler <laughs> shout out to uh, seagram's <laughs> i love that well, um, i mean th- this yeah. is how crazy it's gotten natural light has one 
They're bomb. Spiked Seltzer They're by bomb. Natty Light. My friend was in the South at a tailgate for a for a football game. And he's like, here, Danny, it looks like I'm taking a selfie, but in reality, I'm showing you the bros in the background that are all crushing Natty Spike Seltzers. And it shows all these, like, frat dudes in the background fucking beer bong, or not beer bonging, uh, shotgunning a bunch of Natty Light Seltzers. It's like, what the fuck? Like, when I was in college, back in my day. <laughs> back in your day, but you're only 31. I'm so only not that 31. Definitely not 33. No. No. <laughs> like, we were shotgunning real beer. Well, yeah, because we're adults. Yeah. But this stuff is really refreshing. It's really fucking good. It's I, really I good. Hate it. it's and I the... feel myself actually getting skinnier you do, drinking right? you it. You feel it working. Like you can see it. My, my complexion's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a pyramid scheme girl from high school. It's like, I would... hey, we haven't talked in 15 years, so let me tell you about it works. <laughs> I would be such a good pyramid scheme girl. I mean, we could. We could I think start both one. of us would be awesome we at could, a pyramid. We could totally. Start Who would one. say no to us? Exactly. Literally nobody. Exactly. We have people that want to invest. We in appeal this podcast. to. We appeal to every dynamic of this world. We tr- We really do. We appeal to everybody. Yeah. That's why we can deal with the people that are from out of town, with the conventioners. We can deal with the people in Wrigley that are drunk as fuck at a Cubs game, and yeah. we can deal with all the regulars that are at a bar Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the like that brings us to our next point is like the whole neighborhood aspect of the places that you and i work like even though wrigley is during cub season an absolute shit show that's where you make your nut yeah and i hate that line and you say it all the time i hate it but that's what it is you make your nut i'm sure you're gonna say that well eventually we'll have merch and then it'll just be a quote that says that's where you make your nut your nut (laughs) your nut danny (laughs) go on but like that's it's true. You make you like you see your one opportunity. You make all. It's the same in any business. Yeah. It's investment. It's finance. It's finding nuts. <laughs> you found your nuts. As nut. squirrels do. As squirrels do. You find that nut and you bury that shit <laughs> because that's your nut for the day. And then you slowly just walk off and you make sure that nobody sees. No your one nut. saw that fucking. Nobody nut. saw that fucking nut. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no, I told that, you like, that that will one. You, tell, will you shut your phone off. It's wow. not my phone. It's not my phone. I have to do this. All right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, totally. I get the whole neighborhood thing because, like you said, in Wrigley, even though it's such a busy time of year during the summer, during the winter, it's a ghost town. But everyone knows each other. And it's there. all, and that's the thing. It becomes a neighborhood aspect. Right. Like during during the summer, you make your nut. Uh, <laughs> you make all your money. Uh-huh. Like that's why me and Maria, like I joined in on her tradition of always going out after cub season. Yeah. Because you'd make so she would make so much money up there but work her dick off. Yeah, you do, that, you, you work that, your dick off. That for sure. afterwards like you want to treat yourself. Yes. I, <laughs> I didn't want to burp into the microphone. <laughs> you want to you want to treat yourself and have a nice steak like you made a lot of money over that over the course especially in 2016 when the Cubs won the oh, World Series. Oh yeah, I know. Like I you couldn't walk here. afterwards because you're fucking back hurt so bad but you know what you could do the indecent proposal and just throw money onto a bed which would be so cool i do that so I often do, that. do you it's so great being me i mean like i don't mean this sexually but can i do it too with you yeah cool yeah all right awesome. no we can literally just throw money on my yeah. bed we'll just awesome. kind of sprawl out so excited no right watch now. friends it'll be great yes. it'll be so much fun we're gonna have to go in on that warner brothers plus thing because i can't be without friends it's not gonna be that expensive yeah i'll do it um, so speaking of like neighborhood aspects and especially the fact that like you and I have worked together for almost two years now, actually, that's a lie. It'll be two years, like in three days since I moved back to Chicago. You actually know that? Well, time hop. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> time hop either depresses me or makes me really it's happy. It's usually depressing, to be honest. Like, this and it one... has, it has nothing to do how I looked two years ago at 29 or anything <laughs> like that. Like, it's more like, I don't care what I look like ever because yeah. i i always think i look like shit i think i sound like shit but apparently i sound okay great voice i think i have a terrible voice nah. but nah <laughs> yeah okay but like i look back and it's like oh i was doing that cool thing two years ago and now i'm literally like i'm eating fruit loops out of my belly button <laughs> like <laughs> why am i even on my phone right now how mine am is i like, on my phone mine right is now? like oh my god remember that time when you were in a relationship for like 10 years and then it just went to shit and it's like hey remember that time when you guys first met <laughs> fuck you time hop <laughs> anyways but yeah so you and i've been working together for two years two years damn i know 
I know. Respect. You're welcome. You're welcome. I came into this bar. I love everything about it. You have made hey, my life that much better. Thanks. So, you know, these people become our friends. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... Oh, there's a couple... There's a couple. There's a lot of people that come into the, that bar that I do not consider a customer, a guest, whatever you want to call it. You want to be more corporate, you call it a guest. They're they's, friends. They's family. They're family. They really are. I mean, like, I see these people more than I see my family. Mm-hmm. But we also have that time where things get a little weird. Mm-hmm. And we have to kick them out. Mm-hmm. I don't have to because I'm a little dainty girl and I don't so want to. So cute. I don't want to. I, I you know, I'm just going to pass that burden on to someone else. I yeah. watched you do it before. So when they come back, what's that like? It's really awkward. Yeah. Well, the problem is that like everybody wants to feel comfortable, like especially in a city like Chicago where everybody's a transplant. Pretty much. Yeah. I would say, well, I don't know statistics, but I would say without a doubt, 85% of people are transplants. I would go with that. I have absolutely no idea. That I mean, is I'm just, let's, made just go up by, number. let's just go by our bar staff. But yeah, a lot of them are. So many people are transplants. I'm going to consider myself a transplant you, because you, I didn't work there until I moved back from Las you, Vegas. You know, people for like everybody comes in from this place, from that place, and they're there for a couple of years, and you know them for that amount of time, and then they're gone. Yeah, which is good and bad because you meet friends, and then uh, as soon as you're close with them, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like that sucks. And I've never been to a place like, other than Chicago that's kind of like that. That's yeah, kind of bittersweet. That is true. It's kind of like, like you I mean, make Vegas you make kind of like that, but, but not. You, in yeah, sense. I mean, you make great friends, but then they leave. But then you have those friends in those other areas of the country or the world that you can go and visit, which is kind of nice. Right. It's like, well, I want to go to Nashville, and I know the blah blah blah. Like I knew him for two years, and now he's down there. And but it, it everybody needs that neighborhood bar that when they move here the neighborhood bar is where they go to meet people yeah whether you drink or not we have people that come in and just eat they'll drink diet coke mm-hmm. like they'll come in and just hang out because they they don't want to sit at home yeah and we're and we're it's fucking friendly it's, as it, hell it, it, we're friendly as hell and it's a good way like again especially chicago that's how you meet people because yeah. that's what everybody does there's a reason that there's 85 billion servers in Chicago. 80 million. 80 million. That's what I said. I'm 31 years old. You are 31. <laughs> uh, 33. Um, but like everybody goes to bars. There's mm-hmm. a, there's like three bars per street in Chicago. And that's where you go to meet people. And that's what I tell everybody. And so when you do that, that's your comfort zone. Like it may, oh, yeah, like, 100%. like this bar, that bar, doesn't matter what bar. It might not be the bar that you hang at all times, but it'll be sometimes your starting point. Sometimes it'll be your ending point, but it's your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like I have people that'll come in that are coming down off of certain psychedelic drugs that are like, I want to come in here and just sit because this is a happy place. It's like, knock yourself That's out. Cool. We, we, we kind of are cheers. Yeah. Like I haven't it's worked. literally a cheers. I worked at another bar in Naperville that was very neighborhoody again i mean some of those you want to call them regulars they've become some of my best friends uh i see them again more than i would see my family but i this is the most cheersy bar Mm -hmm. that i've ever worked at in what 16 years yeah and i love it i say i love you to more people that come and go into my bar than i do to my family right (laughs) or significant others yeah that's just true yeah (laughs) like it's weird to say but it's absolutely true but the problem like everybody gets very comfortable and sometimes people get too comfortable Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that you can do whatever you want like it's like why are you like why do you have your toenail clippers out and why are you clipping your toenails (laughs) at the bar now like get your fucking foot off the bar or it's like like bringing in their own beer stuff like mm. that like they they get too comfortable like they act like they can do whatever they want it's like we want this to be your home but you have to realize this isn't actually your home we're a business yeah this is still a business and there's other people here yeah like if you want to do certain things you gotta do that at home if you want to take a bath in like the dishwasher like please don't do that now yeah maybe do it later yeah do like, it when we're closed. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about it when we're closed. I'll give you shampoo. But, but when, like... you, when you get that comfortable, it can be a problem because some people will take that as a sign of I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And we have had many an instance of that, of people literally taking it that far. 
and like yelling at people and being like this is my bar how dare you it's like you don't even know that guy like yeah like and been like dude you need to shut the fuck up you're like wait you, you tell me i have to leave my own bar i'm like no i'm telling you i have to leave my bar yeah right <laughs> not I your bar like, i feel like you and i have the same approach when it comes to that where it's like, yo, we're cool and all. And I'm not going to be like, hey, you fucking dickhead. Right. You got to get out. I'm going to be like, listen, chill out. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And then if you keep going, then eventually we'll get somewhere. But like, I don't feel I, like it also takes a turn where people don't respect us because we're so nice. Right. When, when I got into this business, I, like, I learned from some pretty smart people <laughs> that have all been <laughs> Chicago-based. And I feel like if you are going to get into this industry... A place like Chicago is about as good as you can learn how to. Yeah, I agree. Because you get a lot of crappy people, you get a lot of good people, and you, but you, like, you learn everything. You know, like, places like here in New York, I feel like, are probably the best two places. Yeah. Because you get all aspects. You learn how to, like, the right way to talk to people. And you want to be as non-confrontational as possible. Until you have to actually get until to that you point. have to, yeah. But try and be as nice as possible, you know. Like try and try and cut them down until it gets to that point, right? And then when you get to that point, then it's like, dude, you you've taken it too far. You got to get the fuck out. We are friends. We are friends. Yeah. But when you're doing this right now, like you're yelling at my other bartender, you're yelling at this friend of mine. You're you're bad mouthing stuff to other people. It's like. That's not what friends do. So you also have to look at that aspect of they're not treating you like a friend. They're not treating the bar like their home. Yeah. They're, they're treating it like a piece of shit. Which I feel like, I mean, we work in the bar industry. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is an inhibitor. Yep. I've seen people go from zero to batshit fucking crazy, live in Florida out of your mother's van in an instant. I've been there. I also have been there. Yeah. But I've seen you do it. You've seen me do exactly, it. We've all been exactly, there. Exactly, exactly. But like in the same sense, it's like, yo, realize where you're at. Mm-hmm. Especially the people that take care of you. Because I'm going to say hi to you every single time you walk in. I like greeting people by their name. If I'm bartending, I like having their drink ready. Mm-hmm. But if you take it too far and you become that dickhead, like I'm always going to have that in the back of my brain. Right. I'm always going to be more sober than you are at that point sometimes. sometimes. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. Let's go with for the most part. I'm always going to be more sober than you and I am going to have that in my memory forever. So you can come in and you can apologize, but it's not going to be the same. Like there is one guy that you and I probably know. He comes in quite a bit now, but there was a time where he lost his shit. And we all witnessed it. And he came back and apologized, which I respect. Mm-hmm. But you can even see it now when he like gets a little too much. We're like, we have to cut this off again. We're getting there you know? again. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yep. 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 Because so, there's, like, <laughs> you can always see the tipping point in people. Yeah. It gets to that point like where you start getting a little bit louder. And mm-hmm. you get a little too comfortable. And now you're literally doing your makeup at the bar. Like, I don't like it. Get the, out of here. The thing is, it's the comfort. The comfort a hundred percent. Everybody should feel comfortable, but realize it's not their home. Agreed. I mean, I honestly feel like even I'll do it sometimes. Not to the point where I need to be ejected from a bar, but like even when I'm working, I'm like, eh, whatever. Just kick my foot up and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not okay, Jess. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't change your shirt right here. What are you doing? Well, you can do that. Again, cute blonde aspect. I'm dainty. Dainty. I'm dainty. It's worse when I do it at the bar. Harry. We've, we've actually switched shirts before. But that was at like 4 o'clock in the morning. That's fine. It's fine. That's fine. It was a good time. There are pictures. We'll put that up. Eventually. But That'll be our merch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the, shirt ooh. That I, the shirt that I put on. It we'll ripped. sell that. <laughs> we'll sell that on eBay. <laughs> that shirt would make so much money. Oh, God. We're fun. We're fun. We are we're, fun. We're a good time. We are. But yeah, there, there's, those, there's those people that take it that one step too far. And again, I've been that person. Like, one of the worst feelings I've ever had is when I when I very first moved to Chicago, I was living around the corner from a bar that I really like going into. Yeah. And motherfucking St. Patrick's Day happened <sighs> the first year. I moved here in January. Uh-huh. And St. Patrick's Day happened. Oh, your first Chicago St. Patrick's Day. Huh? Yep. Cool. Well, I worked my first St. Patrick's Day. 
And also I, awful. Well, I blacked out during that. As well, after after work. So that day started with like all I had was a protein shake because you know I'm fucking ripped. <laughs> I, had, I had one protein <laughs> fucking yoked bro <laughs> i had one protein shake and then i went to uh some friends in my apartment building were getting ready to go to the parade and i was getting ready to go to work and i went over to their place i had not even shots i had it's one, like 7 a.m it's like 7 a.m uh-huh. i had i had one beer over there and then i went to work and i worked and everything was fine but i hadn't eaten anything all day and i remember i got off of work and i had like six two-hearteds and like five shots and before i know it i'm flipping off my boss i'm trying to piss on the front window i'm telling everybody to fuck off i woke up on the floor in my apartment like almost 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 to my bedroom door like so i was my head my head was like a centimeter away from my closed bedroom door i was like oh you were so close so close i almost made it but then like my next day off later on that week when I moved here, I was I was doing uh, writing classes at Second City, so there was a bar around the corner, not not the regular bar that I would go into, but a bar right across the alley from it that I would go into because they had really good specials and it was always quiet. And I was twenty three when I moved here, right? Eight years ago. Eight years ago. Not ten. Not ten. Eight, Eight years ago. He's thirty one. I'm thirty one. We're the same age. Not thirty three. That's cool. And, I'm actually not thirty one. And I would. <laughs> almost 31 (laughs) and i would uh i would i would write there in all my free time and right after saint patrick's day everybody in chicago gets green kegs of miller light Uh and they were doing dollar dollar (sighs) beers and so i'm drinking those and drinking like two dollar jmos and before you know it i'm blackout drunk and that's it i blacked out Yep. I show up to work the next day, and my boss, like, I come up from downstairs, and my boss is Your like, <laughs> yeah, I come up from the hole downstairs. <laughs> that you crawled out of. Yeah, literally crawled out uh-huh. of. And my boss is up there, like, has his hands on the railing. He's like, so did you stop into said bar last night? I was like, I don't think so. And he just starts laughing. He's like, yeah, you did. I was like, oh, mm. fuck. <laughs> Because he was friends with the owners of said bar. He's, what did you do? Well, I went in there and blacked out. I uh, called the bartender a cunt. As one does. And then punched the guy in the back of the head. Okay. Wow. That got aggressive and, really quick. And I like, mean, the cunt is okay. The punching, like, wow. And my boss is like, yeah, if it weren't you, <laughs> they would have arrested you. But they just kind of took you home. <laughs> LOL thanks. <laughs> See ya. So See he's like, he's like, everything's fine, but you got to go and apologize. I remember going in, I gave him like just like an envelope of money and apologies. I'm so sorry. That I called you a cunt. I'm sorry. Here's two hundred dollars. Jesus, that's the St. Patrick's Day, folks. Don't do it. But don't partake. But obviously, like. They treated me great every time I went in there after that because I was very nice if I wasn't blackout drunk, and I would tip very well. well yeah, but you still called the bartender a cunt. But still, at the back of their mind, well, she was a cunt. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I mean, still, still at the back of their minds, they're still like, oh fuck. Forever, Danny's it's here. like, don't give this guy that many beers and that many. Well, shots. it's just like, fuck, Danny's here. Like, eh, is he gonna? It's like a wild card. You're a wild card. I'm a wild card. Yeah, which is a lot of people that come into ours. And it's yeah. Like, and the same thing. Like, all I can think about is if I give this guy too many Tito's rocks, which, by the way, if you drink vodka on the rocks, you're a fucking asshole because it does nothing for the taste of the vodka. It the water- rocks does absolutely nothing. Then get it with water. It, it well, it makes it water. That's why people like it. It's fucking stupid. Get well, it with water. Why? What's the point of a vodka soda then? I don't know because it's carbonated. It tastes like soda water. Whatever. That's there why was something I, that's... that I learned in a bartending class that said that. If I'm you... sorry. You took bartending classes. I mean, I'm I... sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I'm Wait, sorry. Let me, let, me, let me dial this back. Real what? Quick. <laughs> so in Las Vegas, to get your bartender, like if you want to be in the union, you have to have a poor card which is a $1,000 class that people take to be like a casino bartender where they make 20 fucking dollars an hour. Right. Um, I did not take it. My friend did. And my friend told me that thing about the vodka and it's kind of always stuck in my mind. 
why like that was just like a funny little anecdote of hers we were talking like she was like we'd go to the there's a bar so the place that i worked at had a mall and the mall had a bar what's your favorite line from titanic which one? <laughs> I put the ring in the coat. I put the ring in the coat. And I put the coat on her. Um, also, follow me for awesome Billy Zane quotes. <laughs> there was a bar in, or there was a mall in the bar. <laughs> so we used to go to this bar and she would have her homework because it's a, you know, it's a union-based class. So you've got to pass and you got to, they want to make sure that you're deserving the $20 an hour that you're getting right. as a union bartender. Right. And I remember sitting there with her getting fucked up and being like, yeah, whatever, I make $8 an hour. And reading it, and it was something about the vodka with ice literally does nothing for the flavor of the vodka. No. That's stupid. It dilutes it. Well, it's dumb. The only thing that ice ever brings the taste out of, or into, out of, whatever, is whiskey. Yeah. Like, you throw you throw a cube or two That's into a really the nice... big rock, yeah. Or even just, like, one little. Like, it... It's called letting it breathe. It mm-hmm. literally lets it kind of evaporate out. It's a good thing. It's okay, tasty. Well, the whole there point is of no, this. There is no, you're never going to be like, I want to let my Stoli Raz breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to let my deep Eddie Sweet Tea Vodka have a little breather. The whole point I like of that. like to let it sit for a second. I can just see this fucking skis. Let this, it warm up This a fucking bit. chat at a bar. Like, you got some, uh, like going up and hitting on a girl, being like, "I like to let my deep eddy sweet tea, green flavored tea vodka breathe." <laughs> like, and these girls being like, "What?" <laughs> he like he's drinking a scotch, like a yeah. really expensive scotch, but he's just got deep eddy and he's, sweet and, tea vodka, in and it. he's got a swizzle straw. <laughs> it's like this guy fucking rocks. Like, hey, you guys got any uh, sweet and low? <laughs> no sweet and low. How about a uh, stevia? No stevia. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I guess. Do you guys have like regular sugar? Do you guys have like five bucks that I could like have? (laughs) (laughs) Also, can you pay my tab, please? (laughs) I ordered this and I can't afford it. (laughs) I can't afford my D Betty. Mom, can you come pick me up? It's on sale for three bucks, dude. (laughs) Does D Betty even make vodka anymore? I don't know. I I think we talked about this again, like before, but I don't think that they do. No, and that's a terrible name. It's a bitch's vodka. It is. I remember a saying vodka. that before, but it's isn't totally... deep Eddie like no that I'm thinking skinny girl margarita. That is a real housewife of bumblefuck. I don't know. Like she created that. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. But yeah, no. I don't know if deep Eddie exists. I remember going to Vegas my first time, and we'll just cut this off after this because now we're just talking about stories of our past. Nothing wrong with that. Also good. Um, I remember going to Vegas the first time I was 21 and went to some like rooftop bar and it was like sweet tea vodka and lemonade please and they're like yeah that's $35 for one I'm like cool for one it was $35 for two it was like a club like a like a Vegas club I mean I think I've told you there's the there was the one time I went to Vegas it was right after I graduated from college and you ordered bubblegum vodka no (sighs) okay not quite that cool go on but I was I was there with uh, with a group of my high school friends. We mm-hmm. were staying I forget where we were staying, but um, one of my one of my best friends from college, his ex girlfriend was there with some friends, and I was I was like the two of them were cordial, so it wasn't weird if I was like, hey, I'm gonna go and hang out with blah, and so. I went and hung out with her and her friends and it was just me and one of my friends. Like I was there with like 10, but they were all, they, they wanted to stay down on Fremont. Mm -hmm. So I came over with my buddy, Sean and we meet up and it's just my buddy's ex-girlfriend and another friend. And I fell in love with this friend. Again, it was perfectly my type, big boobs, tattoos, Listens to My Chemical Romance. Listens to My Chemical Romance. She's literally got an iPod. We'll talk about your iPod that I can see to my left, by the way. Old school. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) That's got all my... I haven't updated that thing for obvious reasons because it won't. We will go into this in another episode. So long. To my left, no one can see it because there's no cameras. There is an old school iPod that I don't even think they make a charger for anymore. I have a charger for it. 
Of course you fucking do. I have a charger for it. Yeah, you it'll do. Probably, it'll probably turn on. I still listen to it. Uh-huh. Go because on. it's got because it's Danny from college. Yeah. Go on. Big blonde, <laughs> big boobs, big tattoos. Boobs. She wasn't blonde. She was wasn't blonde. She had dark hair. I'm dark not hair. I'm not into blonde. Sorry, Jess. That's fine. <laughs> Life is pain. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Some other time. I'll uh, see you guys later. <laughs> I'm out. But so we were at uh, we were at New York, New York, and we were at some outdoor place. And the girl that I was hitting on was like, "Yeah, uh, let's let's do tequila." So there were four of us. I go up to the bartender again. I'm 22 years old from nine, Utah. Nine years ago, like a little angel. And I was like, "Yeah, let me get uh, four shots of tequila." The guys, like that'll be sixty eight dollars. It's like for uh, huh. Four, four shots of tequila? Well, well tequila, That'll right? Be, <laughs> not the good stuff. Like the well, like the bottom of the barrel that you have there, please. I don't care where you got it from. Hey, girls, is that Wayne Newton over there? <laughs> like, like, guy, you got to do something for me here. $68? <laughs> Come on, man. Don't make me pay with my mom's credit card. Seriously, just don't even give me anything. Give me water and lime. I don't care. Water and lime. They'll never know it's Vegas. Like, I paid with blood. I'm pretty sure I cut an artery and just gave it to him and he sucked so, on it. So you take negative uh, B, right? Yeah? Okay, He literally cool. sucked on my bloodline that, for it. That's fine. It was a good time. Yeah, actually, we take that. You are good. <laughs> give them this water with a little squirt of lime and you are good to go terrible but yeah so that's vegas <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference between vegas and chicago okay well i just knocked a shot glass over all right so we are going to wrap this up because we don't have sponsors yet anybody out there that wants to sponsor us let us know um i have social media do you have social media i'm gonna get better at it cool. i swear to god where can they find you at Sir, or so on instagram it's serverwell confessions mm-hmm. on twitter it's either server <laughs> i'll have to che- i'll have to double check on that we'll figure it out anyways, <laughs> we'll figure it all you out. can find me on instagram it's jae underscore rae7 uh snapchat is the same facebook i'm not giving you my last name so we will figure that out later uh also yeah the instagram is serverwell confessions please follow us we don't have a youtube i was gonna say smash that like button we don't have one yet we'll no, get one not yet why don't you tell them about the SoundCloud, though? Oh, yeah. Our SoundCloud is Serverwell Confessions, mm-hmm. and we will have episodes there. And uploaded weekly, to iTunes. Bi-weekly. We're going to get on iTunes eventually. This is our first episode. Please like it. Please subscribe to our SoundCloud. We would love to keep this going because this is kind of my passion right now. I have joined Danny in my passion. You're my passion. I You're welcome. I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I know. No, we will figure I'm this out. I'm blushing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are. I'm blushing. No one can see what he really is. That's the heat. Please follow our Instagram. Please follow our SoundCloud. We will have episodes up, hopefully on iTunes soon. And, uh, yeah. We, we out? We out. We out.